0: Hey guys so today you and I are going to talk about one or two books that are very special to me so let's get into it. So the question in question was Frederick, if you were to name one or two books that made a big difference in your career as a programmer what books would you recommend and I think this is a great question so for me I would say that Clean Code by Robert Martin and Test Driven Development by Eric Evans are the most important books that I have ever read. I for sure. Java Best Practices 2nd Edition would be the best the book that has most negatively in, in, influenced my career, I think. But that, I, I will touch on that as well, because that's not, not, not because the book is bad. It's because I was too young and stupid and inexperienced to understand what it actually, the, all the intel, all intelligent tips and like the wisdom that it held was actually for. So the reason why I recommend Clean Code, first and foremost, I believe that every single programmer who starts, like if you are a fresh beginner programmer, you need to read this book. The reason why you need to read this book is because it will teach you how to communicate with other people through code. Because when you first start out working, you are much like a child. You are looking at the world from your perspective. You believe yourself to be the center of your universe. You believe yourself to be the person who is this person who is going to consume your code the most. And in the beginning, this is true because your code is absolute shit. nobody else is gonna work on it and it's not gonna do anything magical or cool or nice or so forth so the only thing that you concern yourself with is to make it comprehensible to you but when you get above that and you become more experienced and you're getting to a point where you may or may not get a job then this changes and you have to change that as well about yourself unless you want to find yourself unemployed because code is not about you necessarily it is about the next person who's going to read that code and clean code will teach you this it will teach you everything from naming conventions and how to think about that to comments and things of this nature and how to think about this sort of thing it is a very very important book to read i will say and the second book is domain driven design and i believe that this is the single most important book that i have read for when it comes to software design, software, art, software architecture, and how to structure systems in a way that reflects a business model. And that is something that is extremely important. You see, you may have heard me say a few times on a few of these videos of mine where that one of the most important things that you can do as a software developer is to identify the problem that you are solving and create a solution and pick your tools based on the specifics of that problem in other words the solution that you are creating needs to be a reflection of the problem or rather a standing proportion to the problem that you are solving but how will you do that if you don't understand how to model out your problem domain that is what domain-driven design is all about. Domain-driven design is about you having a mental toolbox or a mental framework, if you will, to structure a business requirement into code so that you can, in an efficient way, create all these different entities that make up the system as a whole, so you get these very convenient words that you can use with other developers and with stakeholders to describe the different entities. As an example, if the business model is a web shop or something, some sort of that, and you start having a conversation with your stakeholders, these nouns kind of naturally come into play like oh we're gonna have a user and then we're gonna have some products we're gonna have an order and then we need an address to that user and then we need to do this that and that I already said a few things here like the, these are the things that Domain Driven Design and that book is going to help you, you know, understand like these nouns that I just gave you how to think about them how they, why they are it's so important to use our natural language when we talk to each other and and how to extract the most useful pieces of information from that process and put that into code. And then how to structure the system so that you have a single responsibility type of thing and encapsulation and these sorts of things. And it also teaches you quite a bit of humility. It depends a little bit on where you are in your career, but I I would like to think that I was very humble in, in those days. And I still like to think that I am in many cases, even though, you know, at times, I feel pretty awesome about my awesomely about myself. But at that time, w- one section of the book uh, specifies where, if let's say for the sake of argument, that you are this the, this program and you're going to have a conversation with domain expert, other tech. I mean, this remember, you may be talking to people that are vastly more equipped in an area, even in a technical area. You may not just be like some random salesperson who has a simple business need. It might be people who are like doctors or physicians or something like that, that are extremely good at something that you have no clue about. So the book will teach you how important it is for you to, to, uh, together with these experts, identify these nouns and really define what these nouns mean and the capabilities and properties and all of that stuff because that is the thing that's gonna help you model your code afterwards. And then lastly, I'll give you one extra which is the book that most negatively influenced me. And I want to stretch this, put up my finger now and I will say that this is not because this is a bad book because in hindsight now, in, now that I'm older and wiser, this was a very good book. It was just that I was way, way, way too inexperienced to understand how, how to apply it. And that was Java Best Practices, second edition. I, don't, I can't remember who the author is, but you know, anywho, the, uh, the reason why this was a bad book was because it was talking about best practices. And I read this book just a few months into my education, I think. And the first thing that I did is the thing that I expect quite a lot of juniors to do when they get what I believed at least at the time was like the it was like the source code to success. This was like the thing that everybody was doing right. This book here would teach me how to be a real software developer and I would know all the things and I would get ahead and like all of this stuff, right? So I just blindly started applying all of these best practices. I read every single page, and I remembered, tried to remember every single technique that I read in that book. And I started re- writing code in accordance with these best practices, like all the time, like every single thing I could do, I did in accordance with these teachings. Right. And by the time I handed in my first project after starting to applying the, uh, applying these sorts of techniques, my teacher took me to the side and said, Frederick. What have you done? And I'm like, what do you mean? This is in accordance with all the best practices. And my teacher goes, well, yeah, but it's kind of hard for me to understand what you're trying to do when you're doing all these kind of weird things. Like, you know, every string is in a variable and a constant and yada, yada, yada. And you have taking these parameters here and you put them in an object and then you're passing in that object, but that object doesn't have any connection to anything else. Like, what are you doing? And then we talked about it. At the time I rejected my teacher because he was of course not as intelligent as the people who wrote this book. And I kept on doing this until my classmates had a problem with it, until I realized how much work it was to do all of this like relentlessly all the, all the time. And my code didn't really turn out all that much better when I just applied these best practices all the time. And finally I was set straight at my first job where my coworkers, like most of my coworkers, men and women that I respect a lot to this day even to this day they set me straight and I started rethinking this thing and after a while I finally realized that I had in if we're going to use an analogy of some sort I had taken a a a container of spices and took and taken a fistful and just poured it all over my food like just relentlessly poured spices all over the thing ruined the whole dish when what I should have been doing is to take a small small pinch and just sprinkle it just so like that that's what I should have done but that's not what I did and I was too young and naive and stupid to understand how best practices should be applied so yeah that's going to be uh, yeah so what I want you to take away from this is at least for me the three most important books that i have re- uh, uh, read just if i can only pick one or two or three or something like that it's going to be domain Dri- driven design by eric evans very very important book to lear- uh, to read if you want to understand how to work with stakeholders and system design and stuff like that probably the most important book on system design that i uh, system design that i know of for absolute beginners, clean code by Robert Martin is a must-read. It will teach you the like the foundation skills of this profession: how to write code that is comprehensible to other people, self documenting code, if that's even a thing, etc., etc. And then finally, the Java's best practices. Second, edition, like a lot, quite a lot of country languages, sorry, has the same concept. I'm just warning you a little bit, be careful with these. Don't go crazy with best practices because odds are that you are, if you're just starting out, not going to understand how to apply these things, but they will be very useful to you later on in your career. Have a great day.